those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, everybody, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-host, Fabulous Philip. Hey. <laughs> Brutal Brian. Hey. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Soprano Kevin. <laughs> Soprano Kevin. <laughs> well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he'll be with us later, but uh, how's it going, guys? It is gone. It is good, definitely good. gone. We may have to find a new name for Kevin at some point. <laughs> yeah, I know. That didn't work at all. I'm fucking struggling here, but... Uh, Comanche this is... Kevin, except probably What's wrong. What's that? <laughs> Comanche Kevin, except probably wrong tribe. So. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll let us know. <laughs> Either way, I was just watching Peter Pan last night, and holy fuck, I want to ask him what he thinks about the... <laughs> the way they portrayed natives in that in that fucking cartoon, ah, which if meant anything by it. Uh, but you know what? If you watch a Disney cartoon now on the on the Disney Channel, I don't know if y'all have noticed that they are on Disney Plus. They've they've got a little um, I don't know, like some words that scroll down at the beginning. Have y'all noticed that on any of the uh, older movies? Oh, the disclaimer for the the racism. Exactly. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's exactly what it's a disclaimer for. And then it says, but instead of choosing to edit or delete the movie, we've decided to, you know, recognize some of the harmful content. So it, I, it, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I do too, man. That. I wish they would bring back Song of the South because I am trying to get my granddaughter to watch every single Disney cartoon. And it's like there's a gaping hole there. I don't know that I've ever actually seen that one. I've watched it all the time when I was a kid, man. Lance Brian? gaping. <laughs> have, have you ever seen it, Brian? Gonna be one of those. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know if it's really that bad, but I'm not in that group, so I can't really speak for it. But uh, fuck, well, listen, it is. There's what a whole it is. lot of people that get offended by a whole lot of bullshit these days. I sometimes you got to just realize that these things happened fucking 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, or 60 with some of these cartoons. Like, uh, they're from the 30s and 40s, man. Yeah, so it's like, uh, I mean, unless they, like, intentionally meant something disrespectful and hateful, then, uh, come on, you uh, you just got to roll with it. (laughs) Well, we'll see how it goes, but uh, you guys got any house cleaning you want to cover, or should we jump into Cool of the Week? Uh, no. All right. My house is always a wreck. I got a bunch of fucking kids here. <laughs> well, we've we've been canceled by uh, Universal Music, <laughs> so we're we're uncanceling by just starting over without the fucking music in it. So yeah, hope I can get away with saying that. Uh oh. Well, we'll get there. We'll figure might it out. be some editing tonight, but uh, <laughs> cool of the week, Philip. Jump in, man. 
Uh, Mortal Kombat! Yeah? Uh, yeah, since I wasn't on the show last week, I got to see it. And, uh, I, I mean, okay. Kind of cool the week, I guess. It's yep. not bad. Great storyline, or what? Great it's, acting? No, it's it's better than the original. It's it's still stupid, cheesy fun. But it's at least fun. They bring a whole lot of aspects to the game in there. And uh, I had a good time with it. It sort of is on par with Godzilla versus Kong to me. Where okay. the story's dumb, but that's not what this movie is for. Right. <laughs> you know? So, I liked it. It yeah, was fun. Nice. It is. It is what it is. So, I, I, you guys know I was blown away by the uh, special effects in the in the trailer. Did it did it live up to that? Uh, yeah, I thought the special effects were pretty good. Um, I like the uh, character design on pretty much everybody. Um, there was definitely some cheesy moments, but you know, as far as video game movies go, it's not like they have a great track record. So, I think I would put this on top of most of those. Definitely better than. Even the original Mortal Kombat movie, I think. Saying a lot. Yeah. A lot of, lot of fans out there for that. Well, right, not, and that one was fucking stupid, too. <laughs> not so many for <laughs> Annihilation, right, Brian? Fuck that movie. Yeah, that one fell off the cliff. <laughs> that, that, that review is coming uh, <laughs> next week. So. Yeah, I was hoping it would be up by now so we, I could talk, talk to you about it, but I guess we'll wait. I'll be patient. Yeah. It'll be up in a couple days. My, my cool of the week is real quick. I'll get it over with. Brian, you know exactly what it is, right? Uh, musicals. No, 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 oh, no, no, oh, no. Oh. That's our movies of the week, man. Oh, okay. I checked out, uh, with, with, with the help of an edible, uh, Synchronic. Ah. Ah. It, definitely the perfect movie for chemical assistance. Now, is that the one that's kind of like, uh, frequency or whatever? <sighs> I don't. How would you describe it, Brian? Uh, it's hard because it's easy to spoil. So, okay. but uh, you do you remember when we uh, reviewed the the movie The Endless? Mm-hmm. About the two guys that go back to the the little uh, what were they? Lance, the little well, community of people that they live with, that they thought the one of the brothers thought something was they were doing bad stuff, and so they ran away and they came back and yeah, on the on the surface, it was a real simple story, like uh, two brothers that were involved in a quote unquote suicide cult, right? But once you get into the cult and and what they're doing, you you kind of realize something else is going on. It's basically they okay. discovered time loops. Yeah, and some it's in, that, it's in that world. It's in that time loop world. It's, I figured so. Yep, it's slightly a, like frequency. Same same universe and same directors, and they're like you said, Brian. You you get a lot more faith in them getting in delving into the Marvel universe now, right? Oh yeah, I think um, I think they're gonna oh. do great things with. Uh, they're doing the Moon Knight series. Oh, okay. So, so watch watching their work, I definitely can see why studio snatched them up real quick okay philip so uh, this is what i this is what i can say without spoiling it anything that's substantial at all to the plot basically it's a couple of cops in new orleans right and there's a designer uh okay i'm sorry i already fucked up paramedics (laughs) okay 
But they Well, that start, changes it completely. <laughs> well, yeah, they're out on the streets, any way you yeah. look at it. And they come in contact with people that have, like, taken this uh, designer drug. And it's really cool because one of the cops should have been a scientist, but he kind of like, or cops, there I go again. One of the paramedics should have been a scientist, right? That was like his whole background. And so he's very analytical about how he approaches stuff. So he starts experimenting a little bit and starts to realize that there's certain places you can be, certain um, things that can be happening when you take the drug that'll put you in a certain spot. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, his buddy, the other paramedic, loses someone close to them. But are they really lost or can they be brought back? It's like and DMT. You know what? It's a lot like DMT, dude. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great story. Uh, I love the way that they portrayed it analytically and definitely on the top ten. I, I don't know if it'll be my number one of the year, but it's it's up there. And it's on Netflix. Oh, wow. So you don't have anything extra to watch. It's synchronic. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. It's got Anthony Mackie in it. I'll take it. All right. You got someone joining us? You there, Naz? You know it. What? what up, baby? Uh-oh! Up? <laughs> Is it going to be Cool of the Week or Wrestling Returns first, man? Uh, Did we make that announcement already, Brian? Uh yeah, at the end of the last show. Okay, well then, negative. Uh, cool of the week. Um, I guess that movie Nobody. Have you guys seen yeah. that? Hell yeah! yeah. So the theater man. Still yeah. haven't seen that one either yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that movie was pretty badass. Um, I wasn't expecting much out of it. And uh, I definitely recommend everyone to see it. Um, another yeah, quick one. Good things. Uh, another quick one. This is uh, for those of you that have uh, Peacock. Uh, there's a series on there. Their series, uh, Rutherford Falls. With, I heard about um, this. Yeah. Ed Helms and Jenna. Ooh, Schmiding, and uh, Michael Gray Eyes, and a bunch of other people. Uh, this show is hella funny, man. I, I really enjoy it. Um, I was just kind of scrolling around Peacock, not really knowing what to watch. I mean, I've been just watching old things like Leave It to Beaver and stuff like that. But damn, really old. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so they got all the whole seasons, every season on there. So I'm, I'm about that. But uh, I saw the little thumbnail that was like when you first open up the app. I don't like Ed Helms, so I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And uh, there was a young girl on there, a young lady on there, and I didn't know who that was. I was like, oh, she's got some beaded earrings and a, um, a necklace. So I watched the little trailer, and it turned out uh, she's Native American. So I was like, well, shit, I'll give this a watch. And we started watching it, my wife and I, and there's all kinds of Native a- actors in it, so... Uh, we just start watching it, and uh, we're about halfway through the season right now, and it's hella funny. So um, I really enjoy it. It was, it was kind of a shocker. I, I didn't even know what it was, much less heard of it. So, But, yeah, uh, we're going to cool. definitely continue that. So it's a good series, and, yeah, that's about it. A lot of, a lot of people are talking about it, dude. It's um, it, Now, let me ask you this. So it's on Peacock. Is it also on, like, regular NBC? Do, like, do they use four-letter words or 
they keep it real network-like or what? No, there's four-letter words in it. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, there was an F-bomb that surprised me. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, but <laughs> yeah, it's not on, uh, it's only on there. It's a part of their original stuff. And uh, the only things I've really watched on there was that out of the original things, uh, that Punky Brewster and um, Punky Saved Brewster. by the Bell. <laughs> so <laughs> that's... That, that, that shows back again. Well, might as well. It's the, I guess. It's basically which one, Saved by the Bell or Punky? I'm thinking. Well, you told you were talking about Punky, Punky last week, but Saved by the Bell hasn't there been like three or four incarnations of that already? Well, this one's their their kids, and they're focusing on that, and um, it's funny. Uh, (laughs) The governor of California. Yeah, and he's not a great governor. <laughs> he he pops in every now and then because okay. uh, he's on that show uh, Mixed Dish, so he's got his full time duties there. Um, I think the only ones really, other than uh, the new, all the new actors, is um, uh, Slater and uh, Jesse. They they kind of have bigger parts. Um, I'm only a few episodes in, but they've been showing pictures of Screech, but not. I haven't really been saying anything about him. But this this series started before he had passed. Yes. So I don't know if he had appeared at the end or whatever, because I know there was a lot of bad blood between um, the the other cast as well as um, Dustin Diamond. Thank Uh, you for acknowledging him. Yeah. He said they was all doing drugs and fucking each other. and. Well, I guess he's probably mad that he wasn't involved in any of that. But I mean, he—I'm not saying he ruined his career, but I—I mm-hmm. don't—I don't really know. Uh, to me, that's what it seemed like. He was just bitter and sore about not being uh, the big star. I guess. I mean, was he the? A lot of people did like him. Yeah. But, but I think as as he got older and the show went on. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as goofy and slapsticky as he was towards the end of the, of their run. When he was small, he was just, just a little nerd boy. But sure. as he got as the show got going, he got dumb and stupid, and you were expecting all the slapstickiness of, of Screech. And that's a good point. I, I'm not really sure where it went from there, but I mean, yeah. But what what's what they're showing right now? It, it's cool. It's something for the new generation. Um, the only one who bugs me is uh, Zach and Kelly's son. I, I think his name is Mac or something stupid like that. But I, I don't like that kid at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine their kid would be a douchebag. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Peacock's cool. There's all kinds of stuff on there. It doesn't have everything that I want. I mean, they don't have like different strokes or facts of life and stuff like that on there. But uh, just Classic another streaming stuff, man. Yeah, another streaming service. So I mean. That's uh, what uh, today's TV is turning into. So uh, that's all uh, that I got for as far as cool of the week. Uh, I only really have one thing. Um, Shutter just dropped uh, in the Search of Darkness Part Two, the that uh, sequel to the '80s horror movie documentary that came out last year. Ah, okay. And uh, I also recommend this one if you are a fan of 80s horror, because it is another four and a half hours of just them talking about 
80s horror and they got all kinds of guests everybody from stars directors writers just everybody and that pretty much was uh because i i couldn't watch it all in one sitting because you know it's almost five hours so yeah that's a a long long sitting yeah so i spread (laughs) it out but but do they cover witchboard no, they completely just skipped over it. Switchboard is a piece of garbage. Wait until I start my streaming service. That's going to be the first thing that's going to be on there. <laughs> Witchboard. Yeah, that would say. Let's try it. <laughs> uh, and I've been watching 60 Days In. I can't get off of that show. <sighs> I just, I don't know. I'm so intrigued by how stupid people are. That right. they can think they can just go in prison and just walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, do you know where I can buy some drugs?" <laughs> what? Hello, fellow teenagers. Because they're supposed to they're supposed to come in here and kind of blend in and get to know people, but the moment they walk right. in there, they're completely like you. You hear the inmates like. He's the cop right there, like immediately, right. like the guy that was actually a real cop. They pointed him out. Yeah, the, the 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 chicken, the guy with the chicken legs and the cop haircut. He's a cop. And then this one lady just clearly just like, do you know where to buy some drugs? And the, the lady was like, sure. And Ouch. then she was like, what do you want? She was like, I want meth. And she was like, bitch, you don't do meth. You got all your teeth. Your skin's <laughs> perfect. And it's it's just crazy okay. how some of these people think they can just like they got people that I, I'm I'm a marine I ain't gonna shake and that guy didn't right. even make it past intake he didn't he never actually stepped into prison and he had a full blown panic attack. Wow! Because well, once they realize yeah. he's a cop, he's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's a marked man, huh? Yeah. But they had one guy. He they brought him from a different prison. He was a um, a correctional officer from a different prison. Mm-hmm. He was basically pod boss there of the, the little prison. He was like selling drugs and ah, okay, all kinds of stuff, getting shanks from different people. <laughs> so he knew how to play it, but he said he he had a a long uh, history as a correctional officer. So he like knew for all the things to look for. Yeah. So he knew what to do. Six months. What was that? I was a correctional officer for about six months. Uh, Yeah, it was a shit job. (laughs) Was it? I saw some things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you see some things in this show. They actually catch someone getting shanked on camera. Damn. It was was kind of intense. So that yeah, that's been most of my week. All right. We got any headlines for us? Probably not, because they're all kind of fucking stupid. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Let's hear them anyway. All right. Uh, Selena Gomez is going to star in a psychiatric, psychological thriller called Spiral. Yes, another movie called Spiral. And this will be produced by Drake. One. Yes, Drake but, is But this one has into, Selena Gomez. Yes, Unbelievable. Her, her tiny baby face. Wow. Yeah. I can't get with that. Actually, she kind of looks weird now because I yeah. think she did work to her face because somebody was like, you look like a child. Ouch. Why the fuck not? Everybody else seems to be doing it. Let's all look like aliens. <laughs> uh, let's see here. 
I don't know if there's anything. Uh, what is that director that just won Best Director? Uh, Chloe Zhao? Is that yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't matter. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, currently doing the Eternals movies for, for Marvel. And right. I guess she is going to do a sci-fi western take on Dracula. Hey, I'm all about that. Okay. You mentioned three of my favorite things. Yeah. Oh, real quick, any surprises from the Oscars? Mm, I not really. I, I did pretty good. I was 13 for 21 in my picks. What about you, Nez? Uh, what I wanted to win didn't win. Um, I kind of knew Nomadland and Zoe were gonna win because you wanted Promising Young Woman. No, you wanted Minari, didn't you? I wanted Minari to win because that was good. I get it. Um, I wasn't mad at it. I mean, Nomadland was good. Uh, I was glad I watched it. I'll watch it again. I told my wife that she'd she'd like it. So, um. I think the only shocker of the whole night was when Glenn Close was doing the butt. Uh, <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, what the fuck does she know about that? Uh, everyone, some people were saying, "Oh man, that was planted." She like, knew too scripted. much. It felt like maybe it was, man. They, but they say it. They're was. saying it wasn't. Okay. Uh, well, they can say all they want to. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she she knew a lot. I mean, I knew I know EU. It, I knew who did it. I knew the name of the song. I knew what movie knew. it was in, but she knew a little too much. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good for her. I mean, that was one of the nights, uh, parts of the nights that made me laugh. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. So have at it. But My, my biggest uh, disappointment, I thought Carrie Mulligan should have won Best Actress. I'm not mad at Frances McDormand. For, Get me wrong. But I, what, I really thought she should have gotten Best Actress. What movie was she in? A uh, promising young woman, which did win the best original screenplay. Uh, she was good, and the movie was awesome. But um, I got a little more investment into Francis, so I mean, I, I kind of saw that she was going to win it. But I mean, I, I, I wasn't mad. Um, who won best actor? Um, Anthony Hopkins. Yep, uh, well deserved, man. Well deserved. Yeah. Yes, he's he's put in his time and, and he's amazing. I know some people were mad that um, Chadwick Boseman didn't win. I I was torn between those two, dude. I almost put Chadwick down on my uh, Oscar picks, but after I saw the father, I was like, hands down, it's got to go to Hopkins. How and depressing what, was that movie? What, <laughs> what movie was uh, Chad Chadwick Boseman in? My Rainey's Black Bottom. It's on oh, Netflix. Okay. I I kind of felt like that's why I didn't win. Because uh, it was on Netflix. Yeah, they. I. I just uh, hear they look down on Netflix movies. That that might be changing though. Hey, yeah, I feel like if they had the chance to give it to him, they probably would have though. I mean, that, he he deserved it too. I'm 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 yeah. not saying I would have been mad if he if he had won either. You know, because he won the Golden Globe. So I I Did thought he? okay yeah good. Good. I thought he was gonna win. And then yeah, they said Anthony Hopkins, but I was like, mm, okay. Hopkins blew it away, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He fucking blew it away. <laughs> if it was close, they would have gone the other direction. Yeah. yeah. If Anthony Hopkins was wasn't close. nominated, I think he would have won. Yeah, yeah, I think it was super close. Yeah. But that's just me. The only movie I didn't really care for that much was Mank, but I did, yeah. pick, I did pick it for cinematography and uh, 
set design, and it actually won both of those. I fell asleep. Man, I was... I, <laughs> tell me about it, man. Like another movie we're going to talk about. Dude, I didn't even know that it was on. I completely yeah. missed the Oscars. And yeah. then I, I start looking at stuff the next day, and they're talking about the Chadwick Boseman and uh, Anthony Hopkins situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was my toughest call. Of who I was like, oh, Oscars. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> I, I was shocked that the grandma won. For um, oh yes, oh so happy that she won, man. Yeah, she so she deserved it. She was awesome mm-hmm. in that film, but Glenn Close was nominated. Now I just I just assumed she was gonna win. I so. think she was my pick actually, so I'm kind of I'm I'm glad I missed that one. To be honest with you, I I, 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 I was going for the grandma. I yep, thought, me too, I, man. I don't want to try well de- more well deserved for sure. I don't want to try to pronounce her name, but okay. yeah, she was really good in that movie. <laughs> I wish she was my grandma, man. <laughs> Is that the one where she's like cussing a lot? <laughs> in Korean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had to read it all. <laughs> all right. You guys ready for the Meg 2? No. Uh, oh, yeah, because it's directed by somebody awesome, right? Is it going to fucking ben kill Wheatley? somebody this time? That's right, Ben Wheatley. I can't even imagine how different this one's going to be. Well, you're going to have to wait till sometime next year for it to even begin filming. Uh, okay. That's cool, because it's not one that is on my list. It's weird to bring that up this early in the process. Right. Oh, get excited. We're like, yeah, all right, I'll watch it. We can, we can, <laughs> we can cover it on the show. Brian, yeah. I hope you pick it. Yeah, because I'm I'm I I thought that was an interesting choice of directors they got. You think? We, yeah. So, uh, last thing here, um, the Black Phone, which is uh, based off a short story from Joe Hill, and is going to be directed by Scott Derrickson, starring Ethan Hawke, gets a January twenty eighth, two thousand twenty two release date. Huh. okay. Not familiar with the story, but no. I I dig Joe Hill and Ethan Hawke and Scott Derrickson, so yeah, can't be bad, can't be too bad. Y'all, y'all ready for the trip? <laughs> ready to take that trip? Let's we got three movies to cover tonight, so we got to rush it along, right? Yeah, I don't think so. We don't fall asleep toward the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine at least one of the reviews is going to be very short. <laughs> All right, Brian, you're going to bring us the big, the small, and the very, very weird? Yep. Uh, First one I'm going to bring up is Seance. Uh, Synopsis goes, Camille, a young woman who arrives at the Fairfield Academy following one of the students' untimely and violent death. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, this stars Suki Waterhouse, Megan Bess, Madison Beatty, which I do remember Madison Beatty. She was the crazy redhead from, uh, what was that, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. And she's she's also in The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Suki Waterhouse was in, um, what was that movie, Lance? I, you know what? Every time you say that, all I think is Suki Suki. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Or Suki Stackhouse. But no, I do remember Suki Waterhouse. I don't. Uh, I, Thanks, you know, I remember here. Hold on. Uh, she was in 
Is a movie you like, Lance? Yeah. Damn it, I have to look for it now because it's going to drive me crazy. Was she the one that had her eye pulled out? Assassination Nation. I love that movie. Okay, yeah, it was a great movie. She had her eye pulled out? And Handmaid's Tale, was that the one? Yes, yes, sir. No, that's Madison Baby. Spoiler. Yes, we're on the right right page here. And this is directed by Simon Barrett, who has done... The Guest. He was a writer for The Guest and You're Next. And And Adam Wingard territory. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man, when I saw the the writer of those two. Like, why isn't Wingard directing it, right? Because he's off doing... uh, Oh, yeah. He might do a Son of Kong movie. Uh, He's busy. Son of Kong? All right. (laughs) Can we just get a movie where he becomes King Kong first? Yeah. It's Baby Kong. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of Seance? I'm all for it, man. Looks uh, looks like what we should have gotten in that remake of... Um... God damn it. <laughs> Help me out here, Brian. You watched it last year. We didn't. Uh, the Craft Legacy. There you go. Oh, that makes sense. No fucking legacy going on in that movie. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> uh, it'll... It'll be on Netflix or Amazon here. I could see pretty soon because yeah, was... but I haven't really heard anything good about it. So you shouldn't. Don't heard all bad, all bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm digging this one. It's got the the little creepy vibes, you know. Obviously, you know, stupid people doing seances and they shouldn't be doing it. And uh, I like all the most of the actresses that I named off. Uh, I've liked them in other things. So yeah. And I, I can I got that vibe too when I when I seen the trailer. Uh you can tell who uh Simon Barrett's work with. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh you're next and uh what was the other one? Uh, it was, oh the guest. The guest. Are both great yeah, movies. Two, he two wrote good ones. both of those and uh this one looks pretty fun. Like it, it grabbed my attention at least. So hopefully it'll be good. I have uh, high hopes. Yeah, and I think I think I have to do an on-air correction. I don't I don't think Madison Beatty was the the one-eyed chick from The Handmaid's Tale. Help Spoiler. help me out here, Nez. You watched the show, right? That wasn't her. I thought it was her. I thought it was too. She looks a lot alike. I just can't. Uh, I I can't remember the name of the uh, the young actress that that played that part. She's been in a lot of other stuff though. Yeah, Madeline Brewer. That's her name. But they do look very similar. Spoiler. Cam. That was the movie we saw her in. Cam. Remember Cam. the one that was on? Uh, I think it was on Netflix, right? The one we said ah, it was kind of meh. Where she had the uh, she was like a sex girl that did the video cam shit. Were you yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> and there was there was like a a, a somebody stole her identity. Yeah, somebody stole her identity. That's Lance had one. to keep that's paying money. I know. Is that the one. Yep, Bitch. that's why. That's why I forgot the name, man. I did. I guess I didn't pay this month. All right, uh, Nez, you checked out the trailer. Yeah, it looks cool. I'll watch it. All right. 
nothing we ain't seen before, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I was more excited about this one than the next one. Spoiler. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, let's get to the next one. Uh, Seance, May 27th. And our next and last trailer is Separation. Uh, which is, I'm looking here, it's in theaters now. If anybody wants to go to the theater. Well, not not in my town, unfortunately. A, sign. a young girl finds solace in her artist father and the ghost of her dead mother. Is it her dead mother, though? Hmm. Uh, this stars Rupert <laughs> Friend, Brian Cox. It's weird to show him uh, show up. Madeline Brewer, there you go. There you go, man. <laughs> I guess I got my trailers mixed up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, this is uh, directed by William Brent Bell, and let's see what he's directed. Uh, the boy. Uh, yeah, the devil inside. Looks like it falls right about inside that category. Ouch. Uh, Brahms the boy, too. Ugh. Yeah. You're not you're not making a good case here, Brian. Um, I did not know this was in the theater. I thought this was something that I would see pop up on on Prime or something like that. Um, it it doesn't really. I like I like some of the actors in it. I like Madeline Brewer. I like Brian Cox, which I guess he's just now doing these kind of movies. I guess. I guess. Good this looks like it could be maybe a gateway movie for kids to get into horror. That's always good. Rated R. Yeah, I don't see nothing in it that was... It looks like just your generic fucking horror, maybe there's a ghost movie. You know? <laughs> like The Boy. Yeah. It falls right in that, like, where you're like, okay, I've seen all these scenes before. (laughs) At least Brian can't put it on the schedule, right? It's already in the theater. I can do whatever I want. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh! Now, I mean, it might be good, but just from the trailer, I'm like, all right, this looks like another, like, throw it in the pile of fucking haunted house movies. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, because I'm watching this trailer, and I'm already like, it's not the mom. Yeah. And I, I already know when they reveal that it's not the mom, I'm going to be like, ooh, <laughs> big reveal. The twist. So It's going to be really slow burn, really quiet, really atmospheric. And then there will yeah, be some kind of twist at the end. Uh, who is the little girl? She's been in some stuff. Violet McGraw, she was in The Haunting of Hill House. You know, that's where I recognized ah, her. Okay. She's oh, a little okay. girl. Oh, and she was a little girl that got, they ate her soul or whatever in Dr. Sleep. Oh, okay, yeah. Told her she tasted like flowers or something. Oh, yeah. The okay. one they grabbed by the, the, she was, you guys remember. I do remember, man. Ish. I do. Yeah. It's like maybe she could be our next Lulu Wilson, but it sounds like uh, no, she might be a pretty decent little actress. <laughs> no, that, that came out wrong. <laughs> give, give, give Lulu a break. Eh, I will. We all, we all know your hate affair with Lulu, man. Lulu has been really good in the past couple of movies that she's done. She's just got that overacting fucking. I know. Yeah, I know that thing happening when she's little. 
but you know, she was little. <laughs> totally get it, man. All right. Uh, like I said, separation currently in theaters. In in my opinion, soon to streaming in the month. <laughs> All right, that's it. Wait, real quick, Brian. Did you see the unholy? Yeah. Was any good? No. All right. Well, never mind. <laughs> it's the usual shit happening. I thought. I thought the the whole Vegan. aspect of yeah, I thought the whole aspect of the them believing that the Virgin Mary was healing people and stuff, but it was it's nothing you haven't seen, and it was Negan being Negan because, like I said, I think he's kind of put himself in that that box now. That's all oh. you see. Real, real real quick, guys, real quick. Cool of the week almost could have been the uh, season ten finale of Walking Dead because Negan. Megan fucking kicked ass in that one. Is that show spoiler? <laughs> yeah, one more season, man. Might as well catch up. Are they in the kingdom or whatever that um I won't I won't say anymore. No, some are, caught up. Mostly because they, nobody really gives a shit. They're on are the they, they're on the fringes of it. They're not they're on there the fringes yet? of it. What the that Eugene's got his radio going. How about that? Oh you know, okay. he's still alive? All right, I quit. Well, he's in the comics too, man. So yeah. you know, I said the same thing when I, I when they said uh, there was going to be another season. I said, "Are they not there yet? Are they not <laughs> they done take forever." Get close. <laughs> get close. Oh, so he's still on the radio? Yes, he's on the radio. Well, oh, okay. all right. A uh, little, uh, uh, yeah. There okay. you go. That's all you need to know. Just watch it, man. You'll love the finale. All right, and there's one more season, right? Yes, period. That's it. So is it going to be a out. long season? Or are they yes. Gonna, <laughs> gonna it's going to be out. a double season. <laughs> it better be, because what was going on after all of that took a while. But I hope Rick comes back. He he has to, right? Where's his movie? I mean, yeah. I, I think it disappeared, didn't it? Uh, they shouldn't have killed him off. They should have just... Probably because nobody gives a shit. Well, they didn't kill him, but they should have just left him in there. And I know. There you go. Maybe. The, the the final season will begin August twenty second. Yeah, and probably end August twenty second, twenty twenty eight. Yeah, but it's fucking stupid because they they announced that um, fucking what's his name and what's her name are getting a series together. Oh, Daryl and Carol, right? Yeah, so you know they live. You already know they're going to live. Well, maybe that's a... I don't know, man. Look what I'm doing with this hand while I do something different over here. I don't know. And then I say I saw what you did over there. Well, Uh, they they weren't in the book. Carol was in the very beginning, I think, but she didn't last. There you go. She, like, died quick. Yeah, she went out pretty quick, like in the fucking uh, uh, governor, right? Yeah, I mean, she wasn't the badass that we know and love from the TV show. She was right. just a character there, and Daryl was never there. So, uh, do we need a Daryl show? No. Now, but will let me we, ask we watch you this. it? Yes. <laughs> let me let me ask you this, Nez, because uh, you're you're familiar with the comic book too. I can't remember. Michael Rooker's character was not in the comic, right? No, he wasn't in it. Either. Okay, so did we actually see a body? Did we actually see him die or turn into a zombie? In the first or second season? No, he was still well, he, alive, remember? He See, I wonder back. if he's going to yeah, come back. He came back. He came back and had that like crazy metal knight oh, arm or that's whatever. right. Yeah. Didn't, he, he, didn't he like sacrifice himself? Yeah, he ended up dying. Well, shit. That can't happen then. 
Bring back Rick, damn it. For what? Because everyone was still going strong. Carl and all those guys, so... Ain't Rick supposed to lose his hand? And he didn't. Yeah, yeah, but he they was got supposed the to lose character. out with the governor. At least they got another character that lost his hand. So, oh, the the Red Skull. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gov- governor took Rick's hand, and that that never happened. I know, man. <sighs> uh, but you know, they kind of made up for the storyline of the uh, of uh, the son with um, uh, the little girl, right? Because she's got the sheriff's hat on now, and she's the little badass. Dumb. She got killed in the prison. When the governor and them raided it, she got. They weren't going to do that on TV. They didn't, they have, they didn't have the balls to do that. They should have. They had they, the first kill in the movie in the show was when they shot that little girl in the head. Oh, she was already a zombie though. <laughs> Doesn't matter you know, when you're already dead. You might as well just killed the baby too, man. They didn't need to show it, but we they could have right. referenced all oh, the baby's dead too and move on. I didn't. Once I she, hear you, man. I didn't, I didn't like any of that. And I was like, uh but yeah, Walking Dead. Uh, I'll catch up eventually. I used to love that show like a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was I was every every Sunday. Yeah. Hey, Steve uh Steven Loblad, uh shout out Steven, man. We've been messaging. He's he's still he's caught up too. Um there's still people watching it. I'll get to it when I get to it. Uh, I I'm still yeah, like a season and a half behind on Fear the Walking Dead. You know Should what? I, I think I, I am too. Tapped out of that other fucking stupid show. I didn't like that one, but I will continue with at least with fear. Yeah, what I was tapped. that other one called? World the Beyond. New World. Oh, yeah. Was I that just a out. one and done? Or it's supposed to be two I seasons hope so. and done. But I tapped out on episode yeah. two. But bunch of whiny emo <laughs> kids. Where does that take place in this timeline? Who knows? In the future. After. Yeah, it's like they've got helicopters and military and all kinds of shit. Well, Zombies are so stupid, I can't so, believe it. Well, <laughs> either they're a part of that... Um, TikTok zombies film. It's not the kingdom. What was it called, Lance? You're talking about um, the 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 Innsville? Or the where the railroad ended or whatever? No. Where they had the cannibals? No. The at towards the end of the of the, the series in the comic books, that one lady that showed yeah, you, up. No, you mentioned it, dude. Um, I know what was it called? The kingdom was something else. That was where um, what's his name with the tiger was. Yeah. That was the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's it wasn't the kingdom. It I cannot that, remember for the life of me, dude. Yeah, that, that other final yeah city. That's what like they're a, headed to, though. It was like a city. Yeah, um, they're headed. They're headed there, man. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. Wasn't it in the, Colorado or something like that? I, I don't remember. Because they're the ones that showed up with the whole military uh, like yeah. stormtroop, yep. stormtroopers. Oh, yep. they, they actually they actually leave Georgia? Oh, uh, yeah. They're, no, it's in Virginia or Washington, D.C. or something like that, I think. I don't know where they are, but they had helicopters and tanks and all that stuff. So. All right. We're, we're, get, we're getting there. We're getting there, Naz. <laughs> okay. Well, I better catch up. Um, do I have to get AMC or whatever to no, watch it? No, it's on regular AMC. No, I mean the, all the back stuff. Or are is are, is everything still on Netflix? As as far as far as I know, I I don't know how far Netflix has gone. I I've got cable. You guys know me. I pay for everything, so I've I've still got cable going. So I, I'm I just think, watching on AMC. I don't think the last season's on Netflix. Of the Walking Dead, it it will be though. Yeah, 
Man, is, add that shit up. I bet you pay $250 a month for TV. Easy. What Damn. season are What season are they going into now? Or what just ended? Season 10? 28. <laughs> Cuz they got up to season 9 on Netflix. I think okay, season 11. Ten, the new, 11's the new one, I think. Correct. Yep. Brian Brian's on top of it. All right, yeah. so 10 will drop when 11's getting ready to come on. Cuz that's how they always do it. Makes sense. All right. Well, I, I better go back because I I don't I don't even remember the last thing I saw. There were too many new characters, and I didn't care. Um, well, there's our long, ridiculous talk about The Walking Dead, which is so irrelevant right at the moment. <laughs> and and what's his name didn't get killed the way he was supposed to in the comic books? Yeah, all of them. Uh, <laughs> all of the above. What was the guy with the tiger? Spoiler alert, everyone. Oh, Ezekiel. <laughs> Yeah, because he, he got his head chopped off. Not yeah, the, uh, I guess I guess I guess the fans liked him. I was gonna okay. read that. I think we're past spoilers. Brian was <laughs> gonna read that at this point. Nobody gives a shit. All right, so we'll move on to listener feedback. <laughs> oh, we, at last, we will have Walking Dead questions and listener feedback. Do we? Good. The first no, one no. is I hope so. from me that says the Walking Dead sucks. I quit watching it. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> <Not a> question. <laughs> uh, all right. So our podcast spotlight this week shines on So Horrified, uh, the show where we talk about scary movies that are horrifying for all the wrong reasons. Married couple Sadie and Matt are on a search for the worst horror movie ever made. Check it out. That's so Ooh, that's a long. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long search. To Jennifer, I think. Has got to be on the competition list. Yeah, I don't call that a movie, though. <laughs> uh, this week... Uh, oh, actually, we're skipping listener feedback, except for that one little thing. Uh, but we did get a new five-star Apple podcast review we have to share. Uh, Mecha Borea, or Borilla, I'm not sure. Uh, a rare treat. Plenty of podcasts out there, but always nice to find one with genuine funny hosts with a wealth of knowledge to share. You hmm. have to listen. Wealth of knowledge. I appreciate that, but I don't know about that. Oh, no. You guys are a wealth of knowledge. Uh, I'll take part of some funny, maybe. <laughs> but appreciate it, guys. Um. Uh, so that's it for this week. We'll move on to the show. But uh, intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks. Our artwork comes from Natsulani. And our music comes from nowhere because we don't have any anymore. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to help the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show, which is how we ended up with the bullshit that we're going to talk about today. Uh, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. Uh, you may win a steelbook copy of The Shining, Psycho Gorman, or Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter is gone. Monster Hunter's right. already gone. We got one winner. Got, got a winner at last. <laughs> All right. Shining and Psycho Gorman is still up for grabs. I, I think Psycho Gorman may be in the in, in the running. Uh, I think somebody might have left a review. I've got to double check. Well... I have two copies of Psycho Gorman. Ah, what? can I have the other one? Surprise, Ew. surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> if I give you another musical, Brian, can I have the other one? 
If you give me another musical, you buy me a copy of Psycho Gorman. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and now um, we're going to move on to our featured attractions. Uh, a shout out to our Patreon patron, Lonnie Langston, as we cover, as, son of a bitch, <laughs> as we cover the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Little Shop of Horrors, and the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Start with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We're going to go ahead and <laughs> roll. Yeah, we got to knock that one out first. first. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go in a reverse order. All right. Uh, I, I like it. A a young soprano becomes obsessed with a uh, uh, sorry. A young soprano becomes the obsession of a disfigured and murderous musical genius who lives beneath the Paris Opera House. Director is Joel Schumacher, also known for The Lost Boys and Flatliners. <laughs> and and then the great Batman Forever. <laughs> uh, oh, we got COVID. We, I told you we were going to break Lance. <laughs> uh, writers are Andrew Lloyd Webber and Joel. <laughs> uh, the chandelier uh, weighs 2.2 tons. Hold on. <laughs> What's happening? You, you, you need a minute, Lance. Okay. All right, <sighs> yeah. All right we're gonna make it. <laughs> Have a drink, Lance. The chandelier. <laughs> it wasn't even funny. <laughs> I got, I got you, Brian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> but the uh, the chandelier weighed 2.2 tons, cost $1.3 million. <laughs> it sounded like Dr. Evil. And was, yeah, and was provided by Swarovski. 2.2 tons for a fucking thing that hangs over your head. Yeah, that's like a bad idea. That, that's exactly what this movie needed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it had a stunt double for riskier scenes. Uh, there was also a third chandelier made, which was equipped with electricity and lighting for the opening scene. Uh, the theater fire was an actual fire. Joel Schumacher wanted realism, so they destroyed the theater for the scene. Is that why he added bat nipples to the bat suit? He wanted realism? <laughs> I guess so, man. Was that him? Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> we should have added that onto the list. Uh, <laughs> Lance, we'll start with you. Uh, since it sounds like you're you're pretty close with uh, Lonnie Langston, uh, what did you think of Phantom of the Opera? <clears throat> well, when I was seeing this movie in the theater, I fell asleep. Um, I don't know, probably about two thirds of the way through the movie, and and AJ had to like longer than I did. AJ had to had to had to uh, hit me a couple of times to wake me up. This time when I when I rewatched it, I fell asleep not once but twice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All kidding aside, though, you got to at least give props to Shoemaker for 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 doing. He must have really loved this play. Maybe he got a hand job while he was watching the play or something like that uh, on Broadway <laughs> or something like that. It is one of the longest running shows ever on Broadway. So 
you got to give props to that. The dude, he obviously had some passion for it. There were some, there were some really big names in this movie. Yeah. And, and 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 I mean big names before they were big names. It was like I didn't even fucking know this was Gerard Butler until like a couple of years after I saw the saw the movie. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Wilson, holy shit, man! This they looked like he was fucking eighteen years old. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and then you got the chick from um, what's that Showtime show that Shameless. she's on? Shameless. Shameless. <laughs> That's who that is. Oh in man, my, that in, never clicked. I was like, I've my, seen her before. In my in my opinion, as as far as the acting is all about the the backup actors. Like Minnie Driver, I thought she was great. I thought oh, that is Minnie Driver. Holy she shit, she was awesome in in the part that she played. And a lot of the other um, like secondary characters were really good. But goddamn it, guys, let's face it, this was not a good movie. <laughs> this was not. And the singing, oh my god! And you could unfortunately you could tell that was the the voices of the actual actors it's almost like they should have dubbed somebody in there i guess but um hats off hats off for taking having the balls to put this together and spending so much money that they spent a million dollars on the fucking chandelier alone and having an actual fire rather than you know just fucking cgi like you see now all the time but um as far as the movie and the story itself ugh, there's a reason that Lonnie probably put it on here, and that was to fuck with us all. That's my guess. I go, like, fucking singing again? <laughs> like, I get it, it's a musical, but you guys can't have a fucking conversation? Not even two, two words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, for me, this one was, uh, I, 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 I didn't finish it. I, I tried to watch it twice. <laughs> And oh, uh, big fire finale, dude. Yeah, no, I totally missed it. And I kind of don't. Oh, know. yeah, you missed it. Yeah, I, I tried to watch it Friday night and it was pretty late. And so I fell asleep, which is not totally uncommon because it was pretty late. But I realized the next morning when I tried to watch it, uh, I was falling asleep again and I just. Cannot hang with this movie. <laughs> after, after seven cups of coffee. <laughs> yeah. And a line of cocaine. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how much do I not care? Uh, enough to not finish watching this movie. That's how much. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? Okay. I started I this movie last. Yeah, I know. I know everybody does. Um, I started this movie last week. Yeah. And I finished it this morning. <laughs> I will. Uh, let me get the positives out first. I thought the set design was great. I thought the costumes were great. Um, I like. I really like. What is her? Em, Emmy Rosen, the chick from Shameless. Yeah. I like her. I like Minnie Driver. And she can um, actually sing, right? Yeah. I like most of the cast. But here goes my first problem. Gerard Butler <laughs> cannot fucking sing a note. He can't, he can't carry it in a bucket, man. But my other problem is he that is not what the Phantom is supposed to look like. He is supposed to be, I think in the book he's described as kind of skeleton-like. Right, right. Or in the original black and white movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And... Are you trying to go for sexy? I guess. 
And Except he has a scratch on his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the reveal when he rips off the like mask. The he's like, do you want to see? And I'm like, see what? <laughs> yeah. You got, got a little a scar, basically. Uh, and the, the fucking, it, the pacing, it just dragged on and on. <laughs> and what fucking made it so horrible is I watched this on Tubi. So there was Ouch. commercials. Ouch. Yeah, me too. <laughs> And it was just going on and I, on. I, I bought it, Brian. I bought it. Oh, I'm I sure you did. So I own it forever. And I just had to. I had now to, you have to live with that. After I after I watched it, I had to dig into it. And maybe am I just missing something? So I, I watched videos where people were talking about it, people that are like really into the 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 musical. Right. And they tore this movie to shreds. <laughs> And it all came down to fucking Gerard Butler. And uh, this this was before. This uh, was I think this was after three hundred. Really? Before? Before? Yeah. So he's so he should thank God that he got three hundred. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> fucking. Lonnie. All right. Well, there's that. Remember, uh, Lonnie, Lonnie's a five dollar contributor, so we we're gonna still owe him a. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a lot of people ahead of him, so it could be a while before we do Lonnie's commentary. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Kev, what do you think? Um, I took it for what it was. I, I didn't see it until after the fact. Um, uh, I didn't know who Gerard Butler was. And even when I saw 300, I was like, well, who is this dude? Once yeah. I saw his face, oh, I was like, oh, right? yeah, I had seen other movies he was in. Uh, quick story, I was at WonderCon in San Francisco for the 300 panel, and he was there, and there was a fucking, all these soccer moms in the very front row <laughs> with with Team Jerry shirts and right? all this. And I was like, who the fuck is that? And they were like, oh, he's, that's Gerard Butler. And I was like, okay. And they had... Uh, big bold letters, Team Jerry, and on the back of their shirts they had all the movies he was in. And oh I saw, my God. I yeah, saw Dracula Phantom. 2000, right? That that that's the movie they saw and was like, this is our Phantom. I was like, okay. Um, so I mean, 300 is an amazing film. Um, so one of my friends brought it to work and goes, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "No." And then, so he threw it in. So we sat there and when we started. Uh, watching it so i was like all right i mean for what it was the 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 costumes the set design the cinematography i love joel schumacher he's made a bunch of movies uh that i love lost boys being my all-time favorite vampire film Um, i love eight millimeter falling down dc cab uh, flatliners oh he did dc cab yeah yeah, uh, okay. I love Batman Forever. Batman and Robin, not so much. So I'm like, okay, he directed. You love Let me give Batman this. Batman Forever? That's my favorite Batman movie. Out of those, it's those not four. horrible. Out of four, five, six. It's not uh, a horrible film. Oh, all right. When you get to Batman and Robin, that's when you get like the Bat credit card and. <laughs> <laughs> Holy um, rusted metal, Batman. So I prefer the shark it, repellent from the original. It 
he looked okay. I didn't like when he when we finally got to see his face. It, all right. How does uh, the mask stay on? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Glue, I guess. Tape. I don't know. But <laughs> everybody Tom in Devine, he'll tell you. Everybody in it was cool <laughs> for who they were, and but did it need to be almost two and a half hours long? No. Right. <laughs> We had to fit uh, all the songs in, man. Yeah, but um, I think when when these type of films, um, I would enjoy them more. It'd probably be better to see it on Broadway because, to me, I think watching plays uh, are, are a million times better than than the movies that they make from them. I'm right. I've seen I've seen it live twice. Once on Broadway and once in Vegas. Was it cool live? Yeah, I didn't yeah. fall asleep. Uh, well, and it seems like something that might be pretty cool live. Yeah, well, big, when big I, difference. When I was doing my my research on it, they were like pay, playing um, comparison side by side, mm-hmm. and like just the singing in the in the musical, the actual uh, performance was hitting harder than the movie. Like you kind of felt what they were doing. And people are trying to say, well, in the movie, they're doing that talk, talking, singing thing. But then they played like the, the 25th anniversary of the, the stage show. Mm-hmm. And they were doing the same thing that the talk, the talk singing. And it was still hitting, hitting you more than this fucking God awful movie. <laughs> I think when, when you see when you see something like this on, on stage, um, those are all stage professionals i mean right. none none of these people are, are stage professionals but 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 then again any driver she said yeah right well they, they they wanted the original from the the stage play to play the phantom and the the main the main actress but i guess there was yep. some kind of somebody broke up with somebody and it, i guess it was wasn't going to be comfortable on stage or in the film That'll, oh that'll shut the fuck up! Are you serious? That's some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of actors start off uh, on Broadway in mm-hmm. plays and everything. So, but uh, this, this just didn't. Sure. Yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. I mean, I only watched it the one time. Uh, I, I can enjoy the the music aspect of it all and everything, and I'll give it to them. I mean, I, were these guys all singers? I don't know, but. I know one person that wasn't. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler was fucking horrible. I know all those those soccer moms weren't there for his singing. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he did what he did. It was just a new another movie uh, in his resume. So, I mean, good for him as well as everybody in it, and Joel Schumacher as well. Rest in peace. But yeah, this movie was. Uh, right. I, only, I saw it's it once. Not a hell of good. No, I watched it once, and that was enough for me. <laughs> right here, Rossum, Wilson, and Driver all had singing experience, but Butler had huh. none and was provided <laughs> with music lessons prior to filming. Why didn't they just voiceover or something? That's what I was wondering, man. They could have could have had some real singers in there, you know? Oh, all right. They, they, they what are you going to do, man? They could have got Paul Stanley or Sebastian Bach back in there. Sure. Yeah, Sebastian Bach. That would be cool. Because yeah, I, I was it Sebastian or did he do Doctor Jekyll? They I know, also, I know. They Paul also Stanley wanted, did the op- Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, they that. also uh, Meatloaf was in the running of the role too. 
Really? They, yeah. They could have gotten Roger Waters, who's tone deaf, and he would have been better than fucking Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf, I, I mean, I love him and everything. I'm glad he's okay after falling off the stage, but... Uh... Oh, he did do that when we were there. Yeah, <laughs> it was a Rick, Rick, and them in that were in there when when that happened. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, this this movie what it was what it was. I mean, it was just <clears throat> for the soccer moms, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll never watch it again <laughs> unless we're forced to, like tonight. Uh, what do you guys think about scores, Lance? I'm gonna surprise you guys, really, because I'm I'm actually gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give props to the money that they spent on making it and trying to recreate it. Like I said, obviously Schumacher must have loved the play to put this much love into it and to put you know this much you know throw this much money at it with the costumes and the design and everything. And the songs were good. It was just they should have been sung by singers. But uh, I'm actually going six. I'll, I liked it more than I didn't. I'm, I'm going six out of ten. All right. Well, it's not too out of the ordinary. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it a. I can't give it more than a three because I could not <laughs> stay awake for the entire thing. But great cast. Um, I thought they did a really good job. I thought it was just you know like, man, musicals are hard. <laughs> and when every line of dialogue is delivered through a song. This song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing over there? Yeah, that shit gets old. <laughs> so, not my cup of tea. <laughs> you uh, giving it Brian? a three? Yeah, three. Damn, I'm shocked that it's that high. <laughs> Opera ghost over here. Oh, I would have preferred to see Opera Man. Oh, <laughs> you guys oh, remember that? Oh. Saturday Night Live? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brian, what do you think? I'm going to give it a five. I appreciate what? the cast. Oh, fuck. I see they put money. Well, Phil, you read us how much money they put into the set with the, the chandelier. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Lonnie I, is turning over in his grave right now. 2.2 tons. Don't Lonnie's, it, Lonnie's pissed. Lonnie wanted a one from you, Brian. Yeah, no, I, I'll be fair because I'm not going to because I'm not going to take away from what other people did in the movie. You know, it was my my hate for Gerard Butler in this role that they brought it all the way down. But everybody else I thought did a did a great job and I see a lot of work did because I'm looking at here. Joel Schumacher, he's he was trying to get this movie made for years before they even got got to production. So I appreciate passion. the the passion. Yeah, thanks, Lance. Uh, the passion and the hard work that went into it. It was just the Gerard Butler just just killed it, and not in a good way. <laughs> get it? All right. <laughs> uh, Kev, what's your score? I'm about, I'm I'm in the middle. I'll, I'll give it a five. I mean, I can appreciate for what it is. I'm shocked. Um, all the work they put into it, and I mean, I've seen so much of Joel Schumacher, and I've always loved not everything he's done, but I mean, he did what he could do with what he had. So I mean, obviously he wanted the 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 mom vote. So let's get. Uh, 
Gerard Butler, but he looked he looked all right. I liked him when he had the mask on. I didn't like it when his mask came off. And the, the only thing I could take away is is they should have just dubbed him, or I don't know. He he just didn't sound good. Everyone else was fine. So yeah, it's in the middle of the road again. Will I watch it again? No, but I can say I saw it. <laughs> the chick from Shameless was surprising. Gotta say. Yeah, she could sing. Yeah. All right. On to Little Shop of Horrors. A nerdy nerdy florist finds his chance for success and romance with the help of a giant man-eating plant who demands to be fed. Feed me, Seymour. Director is Frank Oz, also known for The Dark Crystal and Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, Writers are... Howard Ashman, also known for the music in The Little Mermaid and Beauty the Beast for Disney. Damn, it's quite a resume. Yeah. Uh, mean Green Mother from Outer Space is the first Oscar-nominated song con- to contain profanity. <laughs> <laughs> As a result, when the song was performed at the Oscar ceremony by Levi Stubbs of The Four Tops, it was edited, replacing the more risque lyrics with a lyrical cut from the final film. Uh, Bill Murray's scene in the waiting room was filmed as scripted, but there was virtually no written dialogue when his character got into the dentist chair, except for ecstatic <laughs> ecstatic cries of pleasure. Uh, over the course of two days that he filmed, Murray kept riffing various ad-libs, which presented a challenge for the editor to assemble a coherent version of the scene. <laughs> that sounds like a Bill Murray thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lanny, I mean, uh, Lance, <laughs> what, uh, what did you think of Little Shop of Horrors? Oh, this movie's awesome. Th- th- now, this, now, this is a, this is a fucking badass horror musical from top to bottom. And, and Frank Oz was the perfect director to do this because the plant, the plant was front and center in the entire, uh, in the entire, I was going to say play, but, uh, movie. However, upon rewatching this for probably the, seventh or eighth time. I, I just can't believe how much Steve Martin just fucking stole the show. Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? Oh my God. He was just so amazing, man, with a motorcycle and the leather jacket. And I mean that was that was obviously the high point of the movie for me. But I thought I thought everybody in this did a did a great job. I think Rick Moranis was like, I, I can't think of a better actor to portray to portray uh Seymour. Than yeah. Rick Moranis and I and I did see the original black and white Roger Corman movie. Naz, I'm sure you've seen it. Yep. Um, Brian, you probably have too. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that fucking movie. And I was high as fuck when I watched it. And that definitely added to it. That's one of those black and white movies that you see, and you're so high you start seeing colors and shit like that. <laughs> and this, I, I thought this did a great job. This was like a love letter to that original you know, shitty ass Roger Corman movie. And from what I understand, this was like it, this wasn't even on Broadway, right? Was it like an off, 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 off Broadway type thing? Uh, was not your area expertise? I, I think no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was, man. I'm pretty sure that it started off in like community theaters and shit like that. But when you have people like fucking John Candy show up, yeah. Christopher Guest, I didn't even know that was him. 
until they showed him in the credits. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell are these people doing showing up? Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. Fucking shows up. This was a this this is a fucking classic. Disha Campbell. I I think you know what? I think every one of you guys I predict is gonna love this movie. That's all I have to say. Uh well, for me, you predicted right. I love this movie a lot. Every time I see it, it's fantastic. Um I remember watching it uh with my kids. It was one of the first well, I guess maybe not one of the first ones because it I watched it maybe a year or two ago, uh, but with the kids and they fucking loved it. Like it was, it's a great movie, man. This is a good memory that I have from childhood. Maybe it's just nostalgia or whatever, but um, I, I had a lot of fun with this and it's got just so many badass people in it. You know, I fucking John Candy. How can you not love anything that John Candy's in? <laughs> oh man, I know. We lost him way too way yeah. too early. Him him and uh Chris Farley, you know? Yeah. They're they're making some badass movies up there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys gotta read that's that story about how they all read the the same script. Did they? Really? And, uh, I haven't heard that. Uh James Belushi too, or Jim Belushi. What? Okay. They all read this uh script for a movie and all of them passed away. It's a cursed script. Jim Belushi uh, still alive? Oh, James Belushi then. Uh, the other, the other Belushi. John died. John Belushi. John, Belushi. <laughs> John not Jim. <laughs> Killing the wrong people. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, I like I love everything about this one. Like I'm not a huge musical person, but this one is a lot, lot, lot of fun. And uh, I never hate watching it. Brian, what do you think? I also love this movie. Uh, there, I mean, what's not to love? The songs are fun. The puppetry with, with Audrey 2 is fantastic. Yeah. Well, and the real upbeat, the songs. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, even when there's, like, murder happening and stuff like that, you know, it, it's <laughs> it's kind of fun. I don't know. They make murder and <laughs> people getting to eat fun. And uh -huh. Rick Moranis, I mean, what can you say? I, I love the guy, you know. I do, too. To, even to the point when, when that thing happened to him recently where that guy ran up and punched him when he was walking down the street. And that somebody ran up and him? punched Rick Moranis? That's what the internet said. How Did could we you punch murder we this find guy that asshole? Spot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the second movie I've reviewed this week with John Candy in it, and it just shows me how much I miss that guy. He, he was such a, a big part of my movie watching growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and Lance, I agree with you. Steve Martin steals the show. I mean, I love his character outside of the, you know, the woman beating stuff, but he improvised so much like his whole his whole scene when he co first comes into the dentist's office, mm -hmm. like him punching the nurse and ripping the doll's head off like that was all improvised <laughs> by him. That wasn't in the script. That doesn't surprise me at all, man. <laughs> and you know, Steve, of, Steve Martin's a genius. And of course, Bill Murray. Just and Bill Murray's everything. Genius. Of course he did, because he like you said, he's a genius and everything worked for me. Uh, Pam and Gina from Martin. Or yes. in the little singing trio, there you know you that's always that's always fun, and um, loved it. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Pam and Gene, I love it. 
Uh, uh, Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, this movie's awesome. I love it. I saw it when it first came out. Um, as far as stage play, the only one I've seen is the one that they put on when I was in high school. Uh, I thought that was really good. I cannot remember the guy. They did black. a little shop play in high school? Yeah, the, at our school That's they did. Awesome. See, there, there you go, man. I, I knew it was off-Broadway. So... Uh, it was cool. I did see the Roger Corman one with Jack Nicholson. That one was it. Was what it was. It was still good, but um, everybody Jack, in it, Jack Nicholson, man. Yeah, everybody in this movie was awesome. Every every single person, even if it was just someone standing around that had like a line or two, but yeah, like a wino in the street, right? Yeah, Steve Martin. Too. I mean, I love Rick Moranis, but Steve Martin just stole. He steals, even if he's not the main star. Every time he's on the screen, he he steals it, mm-hmm. and he did. And he really puts uh, the time into into each character he's playing. I mean, I grew up watching Steve Martin on Saturday Night Live and yeah, uh, buddy. the the jerk and all that type of stuff and his wow. stand up crazy guys. <laughs> yeah, I, put, I, I love that a one. Poor black child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm grabbing it. <laughs> This the the this movie was awesome. I mean everything. Uh, the practical effects of was uh, Audrey two was that the plan? Yeah, yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was all practical, wasn't it? I yeah, don't think that it was that was right? cool. And I love these. I love these type of musicals when they just burst out in the song. I I, I love them. I mean, but I, there's I think, actually a story in between the songs, right? Yeah, I mean it's not like just singing through the whole thing. It's yeah, they're, uh, they're talk, it talk, talk, talk. And then break out into a song. I love it, when they do that. It doesn't that. seem out of place. Yeah, I mean, so but the whole movie is good. It, it's it's an amazing film. Uh, this is one of those ones that I can throw it in and enjoy it. Even if I'm like cleaning a house, I can walk around cleaning and singing the songs. I mean, the, it's it, it is it's it's a true uh, '80s classic. Um, Frank Oz, he he's directed a lot of things, but. Um, I'd probably say this was probably my favorite out of everything he has done. Um, Bad dude. Playing a lot. Yeah, man, this this movie's awesome. I love it. All right. Uh, let's do scores. Little Shop of Horrors. Lance, what do you think? It's it's nine on ten, man. It's it's uh it's almost it's almost a masterpiece. It's like right there. There's a few little things in there that don't quite get it to a 10. Like, I've only got like three movies that are 10s for me, and this ain't quite there, but god damn it, it's close. 9 on 10. Uh, you know what? I wasn't totally decided on my score, but I'm going to agree with you. I kind of love watching this movie, and I would watch it. Pretty much any time. Yeah, and I'm not I, a musical I should person. have I should have bought this one instead of, uh, instead of the fucking fan of the opera. Yeah, that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personal opinion, because I can respect the people that really like it. I just, man, every time they started singing, I was like, huh? <laughs> but on Little Shop, everything is real upbeat. You, you, the... The music is more like a Disney cartoon where they're in the middle of a scene and then it just turns into a song. I totally when, get that, man. When feelings hit, you know? Yes. And and I, I like that. It works. It's not every fucking word that you say has to be in a song. And uh, I, I appreciate it for it. So Little Shop of Horrors is awesome. Plus, 
so many comedy legends. It's just fun to see them work together. Uh, Brian? Uh, real quick before I get to my score, that script was called A Took. It's about an Alaskan uh, Inuit <laughs> that visits <laughs> that visits New York. Six oh, actors attached. It's, six the, act- it's the Brian Stitcher story. Oh, really? Uh, I'm not Inuit, so... Uh, ah, six okay. actors. But you live in Alaska. It counts. Did, did it ever get made into a movie? I'm trying to get to it. Okay. Six actors <laughs> attached to the play, uh, attached to star, uh, play the starring role, have died prematurely. Everyone from Sam Kinison, John Belushi, John Candy, and Chris Farley. Well, they just picked the biggest druggies in Hollywood. What did you think was going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> movie never got made. Sam Kinison, that guy. <laughs> but back back to the movie. This, ow, is, ow! <laughs> right, uh, this movie is a 10 on 10. Nice! <laughs> Lonnie's mission is accomplished. Yeah, I think Lonnie's mission's failed. <laughs> is it Lonnie or Lanny? I fucking can't remember. I can't remember either. Anyway. I don't know who that asshole is. Uh, Kev, what'd you think? Oh, this is a 10. Yes! This movie's hella good. <laughs> hella good. It's got the hella good stamp. I'll yeah, that's a hell of a stamp, man. And if I find it on YouTube, I will put the original ending to this movie. Okay. Because it's, it's very dark and bleak. Is it really? Where the plants take over the world and everybody dies. Well, that there's, still, there's still time for a sequel. They're trying to do a remake, and I don't want that. Nah, this not is, necessary. This, this is this is fine the way it is. Unless you if have Dane, was, Dane DeHaan could play Rick Moranis' part. Oh, Jesus Christ! He could be the <laughs> Phantom. Well, if he could sing, I'll look the other way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't want a sequel because if if uh, Rick Moranis ain't doing it, I don't want a sequel, and he's. Doesn't really seem like he's interested in acting anymore. So, yeah, I I respect the hell out of Rick Moranis, man. I I, I like the decisions that he's made, and I I don't remember seeing him in anything bad. No, not really. From SCTV all the way up, right? Mm-hmm. Honey, I shrunk the kids. She was the jam. <laughs> love to watch that with with my kids. I don't like to watch it so much alone. <laughs> Actually, the the one after that, honey, I blew up the baby. That was terrible. No, that was the best one. <laughs> you like? I it? love that one too. Uh, that one was hella good. <laughs> we're all great. Ouch. We're gonna disagree. That was way right. better than the first. Oh, one. he is. He is coming back. He's coming. For, they're they're doing a series on that movie. Come on. On Disney yeah. Plus, he's coming back. Oh, well, there's the money right there. Okay. Makes Is sense. he going to be in the Ghostbusters movie? He better. They, right now, they say no, but I think I really oh, think they're keeping that I a secret. You. Yeah, I bet you he'll come in there. I'm to hang out with Bill out. Murray and him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's lucky Bill Murray showed up. So. Yeah, All right. Uh, so Little Shop of Horrors definitely recommended. Um, we shall move on to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, a classic. Uh, 
A newly engaged couple have a breakdown in an isolated area and must seek shelter at the bizarre residence of Dr. Frank Inferter. Uh, director is Jim Sharman, also known for The Night slash The Prowler uh, and <laughs> Shock Treatment. You, you ever heard of The Night slash The Prowler, Naz? Uh, I've probably seen it. <laughs> it sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds weird, man. Nope, don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, writers are James Sharman with Richard O'Brien. Hey, you know what? Everybody can hit gold once, right? Sure. Uh, Filming took place from October through December in Bray, uh, near Windsor, England. Uh, Barry Bostwick claims he was always wet during the filming because the castle had a leak. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's the only reason he was wet during the filming. <laughs> uh, there was one warm room filled with <laughs> the cast members Come on. warming up until the room caught fire. Uh, Steve Martin speaking of which auditioned for the role of Brad Majors (laughs) that could have been a completely different movie a game changer (laughs) alright Lance what did you think about the Rocky Horror Picture Show fucking love it man it's um, my high school days revisited we used to have midnight movies I don't know yeah you young kids, uh, I'm talking to you three, because um, Naz, you're much younger than me too. So, just deal with it. Do y'all still have midnight movies or not? Uh, we don't have movies, period. Oh, no. that's true. That's true. <laughs> Damn, but yes, uh, we we had uh, midnight screenings up here. Okay. Yeah, yeah I went to a, like a midnight screening of like, but it was like a play where it was just this. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Like a, God damn it, the, the off the top of your head thing. Nah, the yeah, the in other words, the movie was showing on the screen, right? But people would get up and literally act out the movie. Am I right? No, in full costume, just actors acting out the movie. No uh, shit. But it, was a, it was an improv troupe. That's the word. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. And uh, it was an improv troupe, and then they were doing Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I mean, you know, there was. Fruit being thrown and everything mm-hmm. else, bubbles and all kinds of crazy <laughs> drugs. It was fun. <laughs> oh, man. No, this is just big high school memories. So there were two staple movies. Every single weekend, we would drive into Austin because I went to high school in Georgetown, which is a little podunk town north of Austin. And it was it was always it was always Saturday night and it was always th- either this one or Pink Floyd the Wall. And there were always drugs and alcohol involved, period. Every single fucking time. We never, I I think, as a matter of fact, on this rewatch, I didn't see it sober either. But I don't think I've ever seen this movie sober, which is probably the way the filmmakers intended it, I think. Definitely. Um, Because it makes absolutely no sense. It's completely surreal. Nothing in this thing would even hint at like winning an Oscar or being considered a serious movie, but somehow it all works. And I'm going to tell you right now, Tim Curry, this movie made his career. Yes. This guy has got this role down so fucking spot on. 
And this is when I fell in love with Susan Sarandon. And you guys can say what you want about her politics and her speaking out about certain issues and things like that. But God damn it, I love her. She, she is, is so hot. gorgeous. And yeah. she's still gorgeous. She is. I'd still totally do her. Is she like, fucking, is she bathing in baby's blood or what? Regardless of how much I disagree with her bullshit. Oh my God. Oh my fucking God. She is still hot. And then you guys were talking about Meatloaf earlier. And he, he kind of steals the scene that he's in. So yeah, I love Meatloaf in this. This is an absolute classic. I mean, it's just a surreal trip into nonsensical, musical, genius. I don't know what to call it. This is one of the greatest films ever made, period. That's it. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I can't really disagree with anything you just said. Uh, I, it is a classic classic. And I don't know how it has turned into this cult phenomenon. But there's something magical about this movie. Where if you had different actors in there, it may not have worked out the same way. Well, yeah, they it was, redid it, and it sucked. Yeah, they did TV, yeah, uh, exactly. Network TV thing, and it was horrible. Yeah, of course it was. But like I, the original is so ahead of its time and progressive, and I don't know, man. Everything that they did was just they didn't take anything seriously, and it was great. Don't dream it, be it. I mean, yeah. it's like whoever you are, wherever you come from, whatever your orientation is, fucking be it. God right. damn it. That's what exactly. this whole thing is about. And I, that's part of the reason I love it, man. I, it was just this. It was freedom. You know, that's mm-hmm. what this movie represents. And uh, I, it, it, it is great that the songs are great. The actors are great. Fucking everything about it is great. I, I love this movie. It's a classic. Uh, Brian? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, I recognize the, the, the iconicness, the, the cult status. Uh, Tim Curry was great in this. Uh, the songs were fine. The, the wardrobe. But, uh, to me, this is, this is a... This movie is a certain time, a certain place. This is not just a throw <laughs> oh, on. I'm, I'm surprised, dude. I really thought that you would enjoy this one more than the other two. No. Uh, like like I was saying, this is another time, another place. Like, you got to see this with the crowd yeah. in a theater to really fully enjoy it. And that does make a difference. Yeah. Um but I I love Tim Curry in this. Uh, I love the scene where Meatloaf just explodes out of the freezer <laughs> on his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought everybody was Susan Sarandon's hot, and I just want to say that her daughter is also pretty fucking hot God, too. Yes. Yeah. Good genes in that family. Woo, um, yes, for sure. I wouldn't give for a. Uh, uh, never mind. Yeah, let's not get in trouble. Uh, um, but yeah. Um, I don't enjoy this as, as much as I did a uh, little shop of horrors. Uh, I wa- I watched this probably later in my life than mm-hmm. I did little shop. So I don't, I don't have that nostalgia nostalgic feel for it, but I do recognize all the good things about it. And I don't really have any negative about it. It's just, it just didn't hit me the same way as little shop did. 
As our as our buddy Pedro would say, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, right? Yes, it, it is, is, man. Yeah, and well, and a lot of where I'm coming from is a girl I was dating at the time took me to the Rocker Rocky Horror Picture Show with the Improv, and like it was an experience. That know? sounds awesome. And yeah. see, that's something I've never experienced, but I sure would like to. It was it was very very cool. It was a thing that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Uh, Kev, what do you think? This movie was fucking garbage. I love it. Uh, I only I only saw it because uh, there was some stuff that was going to happen afterwards if I went and seen it. So uh, right, right. Uh, a friend of mine, well, let's go see it. So she took me and know where it goes after that but that was the only reason i went to see it um love it uh as far as seeing it in the theater at a midnight showing that that's the experience that's the way to see this right throw it to throw it in right now in your living room and sit there and watch it a horrible (laughs) film um he got one win brian i love the way uh, i i saw it the first time Everybody was into it. Uh, everyone was dressed up. It was awesome. I was more focused on the audience and everybody sure. uh, jumping jumping up on stage in front of the screen. And and I thought that was amazing. I give that, just that performance of everyone loving it that much, I'm at, that's a 10. That It was amazing. It, it was a hero. But the movie itself, I, I just didn't care for it. Richard O'Brien was badass. I loved him as Riff Raff. I used that, that was Riff Raff. That's the dude that wrote the songs for it, man. Yeah, I thought that, I mean, and the, and the, the songs, all the songs were awesome. Those yeah. definitely get a 10. I can listen to the soundtrack, but the movie was, oh, I was, just, I don't, I, I don't get it. I, I don't. I mean, the only I could I can go see this again in the theater mm-hmm. uh, if everybody's there into it because uh, the bubbles, the water gun, uh, everyone sure. throwing during throwing rice toast. during the a toast, yeah, toast and, <laughs> yeah, and throwing toast. rice during the wedding scene right. and the water guns when they're walking around outside in the rain. That was fun. I w- I didn't know what to expect because mm-hmm. my friend told me goes it, it's going to be awesome. Just be prepared. Uh, that the audience is going to get into it. And I'm like, you, okay. You didn't like seeing Susan Sarandon and touch it, touch it, touch it, touch me. Uh, <laughs> um, I love the Time Work song. I, I love the song that Me Loaf sang. And uh, it, I mean, it was what it was. I mean, I, I can take it. Uh, I would probably love the, if I went and saw it on, on stage, musical, I'd probably love that more. Yeah, that Rocky Horror Live they did a few years ago, garbage. Uh, I, I couldn't even get through it. I didn't even watch it. I didn't even oh, try to watch man. it. I couldn't, but, I couldn't agree more. It didn't capture uh, the same magic. Uh-uh. I mean, I loved... Um, what's her name from... Uh, Orange is the New Black. She was um, Tim Curry's character. Um, Not the same. Not the same. I, mean, I, I love her as an actor and everything, but... Right. It just, yeah, it, it was... Ugh, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't even handle Grease. Live when they did that. Oh my God! I bad, was like, I, bad idea. Bad. No, I mean, don't redo that. Yeah. yeah. Doing. I mean, Grease is my all-time favorite musical. I love. No, <sighs> make, no, make it, make it my second. <laughs> Blues Brothers is my first favorite musical. There we go. Oh, Blues Blue, Brothers, two thousand, right? No. Oh. Blues Brothers and then Grease. I love Grease. 
Uh, and the way to see that is the sing-along grease, because that, that was so much fun. I sang yeah. my ass off that night. But anyway, but this film, I can appreciate for what it is. It's a cult movie. Yes, I, I agree with it. Um, but a movie as, as just sitting there and watching it, throwing it, I have it here in my collection. Of course I do. Course. Um, but it's... I, I just I, I can't do it. The only way I can sit through it is if I'm sitting in the theater, enjoying it with everyone else. That's when it's fun because I can sit there and sing along to the to the songs and everything, and nobody nobody judges you on how you sound. I mean, I, I don't care. You're just you're there to have a good time. And yeah, fuck, I was high as fuck when I first saw it, but I mean that was the enjoyment of seeing it that way. If none of you listening to me right now, I'm sure you guys are bitching and complaining on how much I hate this movie, but. You have to see it that way. If you didn't see it that yeah. way, it's it's kind of hard to get what I'm saying. Because I, like I said, the movie's garbage. But I really loved it when I was sitting in there watching everyone uh, get into it. Because I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. I I didn't know. Um, I it was we were standing in line and like, oh wow, there's a ton of people here. Cool, it's gonna be a packed house. And they say it's like that every weekend. And I was like, cool, right on. I only saw it the one time in the theater. And I'm glad I got. I, I'm glad I did see it that way. But well, I, and that's, I can't sit and watch it by myself. I just throw it in. It's just uh, I can't. That's one of the things I remember from the uh, uh, from the improv show that we watched it at. Is I was a little nervous because it was sort of out of my comfort zone to you know go to this theater and watch this crazy fucking thing with a bunch of dudes in women's lingerie, and. Uh, <laughs> And everybody <laughs> was so welcoming. It was such mm-hmm. a great experience. Like, yeah. Like everybody got along. Everybody was having a good time. It was. It was. It was fantastic. I love it. Kind of like Rocklahoma. Yeah. There you go. Because it, it was like everyone. Everyone was in, Everyone was having a good time. Everyone was passing around drinks. Um, there was no joints or anything being passed around because they were. Just didn't want nobody smoking in there, but out outside, yeah, man, we were. You are all, a liar, my friend. Everybody was lit up <laughs> outside, but I mean, it was cool. I mean, the, the little the little bottles were being passed around, the little um, whiskey things. Here, take a hit. Yeah, sure. Shit, I was what sixteen when, when yeah. I saw this, and I yeah. was like, sure, yeah, I was I was hitting it, and I didn't care, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the the experience of everyone like ah, oh, because when. It, when my friend made the mistake, of, he's a virgin, and then ah, and then everyone started <laughs> yep. throwing shit at me. I didn't yep. care. I thought yeah, that, that was that awesome. That reminds me of the Renaissance Festival. Phil. Had that happen, yeah. yeah <laughs> that was that was awesome. The experience of that, I was like, oh man, this is fucking great. I love it. Um, and then when when the movie was over, I mean, hey, I'll see you next week, and then everyone goes back to their regular lives. But everybody was like high fiving and hugs and all that i mean i don't know how many people i hugged that night and i thought it was awesome i, I didn't know these people they didn't know me but you could feel the love um in the audience the love for the movie the the love for everybody in there i mean it, i loved that experience i mean how often do you get that experience when you go t- to a movie theater to see a movie um i mean i've seen star wars a billion times in a the theater i mean even after the fact and fucking 100 years later uh, everyone still enjoys it, but nobody's hugging and passing around booze and throwing shit in the air during Star Wars. No, not not right. theater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's uh, this movie. I, again, I can take it for what it is. It, it's definitely a cult classic, but I can't sit and watch it just 
and I, because the first time, uh, I, think, I think when it first made its run on TV, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to watch this again. Let me see if I really loved it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I couldn't get through it. I ended up just turning it off. Uh, a few years back, uh, Jesse and uh, the Hellbilly, we did it for Horacopia, and I barely got through it then. I was like, uh. But I'm, what I'm saying now is what I said then on that show. I mean, I, I, I love the music, and I love the experience of seeing it in the theater, but I just, I, I can't watch this movie. It's it, To me, it's just terrible. <laughs> Naz, you just don't dream it. You got to be it. <laughs> I, I'd rather be in the theater being it, but I just, I, I couldn't do it. Shock treatment? I love that one. Oh, <laughs> that one was cool. Come on. <laughs> I like that one. Um, was it a continuation i don't know but i took it for what it was i i, I only watched that one because of uh original brian that was the only reason i seen that one and uh, i loved him in dark city if you guys haven't seen that i thought he was badass in that movie but again i mean to each his own i mean my movie taste is all over the place um, it really is i never know what to expect from you dude so but <laughs> yeah i mean i just uh, th- this movie ain't for me <laughs> All right, uh, let's do scores. Lance, what do you think? I'll go another nine on ten. I I think it's a it's it's a not just a cult classic, but I think it's a it's a classic fucking film. Totally surreal. Totally giving yourself over to ultimate, um, just being yourself and doing whatever you want to do and appreciating other people for you know what they believe in. So I'm 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 all with it. I'm nine, nine on ten on this one also. Nine on ten. I'm gonna give it the hell of good stamp. That's my score. <laughs> I'll give it a hell of good. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, you know what? Nine and a half. I'm gonna say. Damn. I fucking <laughs> love this movie, dude. And, <sighs> Little Shop of Horrors is probably a better ever. logistically movie, but uh, this one's got some. Uh, again, nostalgia. It's got the feels. The it's got the feels, right? Yeah, it's got it's got the feels. It's got something something special special that'll never be recaptured right something special behind it that's interesting and that it's it's very rare to come across so i'll give it some magic on that uh brian i agree with everything you guys said but i agree with nez it's more of the experience of watching this with the crowd, with, with people that truly appreciate it. Maybe true. Is, is a lot better than sitting at home by yourself and watching oh, it. But 100%. I recognize the, the cult classic iconicness of this movie. And Tim Curry is fantastic in almost everything I see him in. So I will give it a seven. Fair enough. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? I give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin gave the Rocky Horror Picture wow. Show a two. Boy, we and we scored a fucking nine. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I, I, I can give everybody in it that acted ten. I thought they were okay. awesome. But it was just, yeah. It's cool, man. That's why we're here. You're judging the movie based on the merits of the movie, right? Yeah, I, I I I can't get into it. I can't just throw it in and watch it. It's um, I'd rather listen to the soundtrack. I, I can get more. That's cool, man. I can get more enjoyment out, out of every every song in it was good. Yeah. Okay. I, I I can appreciate that. 
Well, before we go into the outro, uh, Naz, Brian, what do you guys have coming up over there on action and uh, and streaming? Uh, you want me to go, Naz? Go for it. All right. Uh, action. Currently, you can check out 1995's Mortal Kombat. We got uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> coming next. <laughs> then we will move Let's into the on new down. one. <sighs> You'll hear. You'll hear. Uh, stream fiends <laughs> currently you can hear uh 1998's 98 yeah belly uh featuring uh dmx we did that in honor of him good movie and we just recorded uh nothing but trouble uh horror comedy i'm doing the quote signs in the air on the horror uh we did that in, in uh memoriam to uh shock g from digital underground who just passed and uh, what else we got coming? Oh fuck, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those ones we got. I mean, we got more right. stuff. But well, Tenet, Tenet's on HBO Max now. So have we covered that yet? What is Tenet? Tenet. Yeah. Oh, right. it is on HBO Max. Okay, yeah, I still haven't watched that movie as as of tonight. I think. Okay, cool. Special uh, effects and all that was awesome, but story. Eh. Yeah, uh, I, you know what? I probably am gonna watch that tonight because I was I was kind of there too. I, I didn't. The story wasn't really grabbing me. I yeah, think it's one you watched twice, man. It's one of the ones I was really excited about, but what's backwards? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that that that's pretty much what we got coming. Uh, and we got some other things working, but when we figure that out, we'll let everybody know. All right. Yeah, another. Um... Another side cast for, for the, the Horror Returns Network. So well, that's uh, still in the work. That's in the works, everyone. We don't we don't really know yet. So, but we're working on it. We play it. We play it by ear. Yep. Uh, and as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. Uh, please email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, etc. Uh, next week, it's another Patreon pick show. Uh, no wonder Universal Music came after so hard, man, with all these fucking patrons. So I guess we are money bags rolling here. So we're going to honor Tim <laughs> Davis. Oh, I should all say Tim Davis. And best of all, Tim will be joining us. That wasn't very Australian, was it? No, nah, he sounded like one of them guys from Monty Python for a second. Yeah, I'm kind of having a hard time understanding the words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to be reviewing Jaws the Revenge. Yes. Uh, uh, another Schumacher classic, The Lost Boys. Yes. Uh, and uh, really? Uh, yes. Damn, you cocksucker. Dude, tell me you don't want to watch that movie again. Fucking Christ. I'm going to have to watch <laughs> The Fanatic again. Really? Oh, yeah, buddy. man, that's a, that's a 30 all around. Oh, and I just picked it up on Blu-ray, too. Ooh, I got it. I got all of those on Blu-ray. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if nothing else, just find shit to make fun about. None of it. Those are classic films. Philip! <laughs> Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night. And if you don't like Witchport, eat a bag of Richards. <laughs>